It's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, the Next Level Network. Today, we've got a lot going on today. A lot going on, and uh, old Pat's in a mood. Like, I, I just... So I just finished work. Today's Friday, by the way. Couldn't do this on Thursday, as I like to do, because I had to go shovel more snow, and that was fun. So I'm a little... Uh, things a little off right now, you know, time-wise, calendar-wise. I just finished working and got a... I just... I don't want to dive into it too much, because I don't like to talk about what I do. But I just want to say this. Take an extra... 10 seconds to read through things and to make sure that when you're uh, completing a task or um, assigning a task to someone else, make sure you're doing it correctly. That's what I'll say uh, just on that. It's just like, it's so, I don't know, I shouldn't be getting the kind of stuff I got with 20 minutes left in my shift on a Friday. So that's what I'll say. It's just like, take time to read things. And I was going to start singing that song by... uh, I would take time when I want to but I couldn't remember the words. Uh, <laughs> just take an extra 10, 15 seconds to read the thing and make sure, okay, is this supposed to be done this way? Is this supposed to go to this person? Just do that. You'll make everybody's life and job and whatever a hell of a lot easier. All right? There you go. That's my uh, my pro tip for the day. We should have put on some theme music for that. But anyway, we have a serious thing. Oh, we just hit the thing. Come on. God, be professional, Pat. All right, all right, you're right. Um, We do have a serious thing to talk about, and it's not like super serious, get all sad, but it's not like a funny thing either. So we'll do that in just a second. Uh, There's an update on WWE versus their talent social media, so we will talk about that. What a weird thing that's still going on, apparently, and uh, or like in a different way now. So now we have that to talk about. We'll talk about a new song. From our friends, the ones you forgot, we will hopefully hear from the captain. We'll do a little bit of sports stuff at the end of the show, and I may talk about what's been on my TV lately. Um, We were going to do Facebook house hunting, but I'm going to save that, just because this might go a little longer, and, well, I don't want to do all that editing. So we'll talk about that uh, probably next week. We'll go from there. And also a funny thing that I learned on uh, on Bill Burr's podcast, which um, relates to my retail things a little bit. So we'll get to that as well. Um, but the first thing, before we get to the serious thing, an update really quick, uh, very quickly, whatever. Um, I was listening to Bill Burr, and this is from that same episode. 
So this episode is sponsored by Bill Burr. Uh, <laughs> I took down the recipe section from the MelticPat.com where I would just take the recipe from those novels that people put on there and um, just post the actual recipe for you to read. Well, now there is a website that will do that for you. So you just uh, put in the link at the recipe, or I'm sorry, just the recipe.app, A-P-P, and you just put your link in there and it takes out just the recipe from the uh, from that rambling story. I've talked about that before, how they have their life story and whatever. Um, so this website will take it out there for you, take it out of there for you. I wish I could have thought of this, but I don't know how to code. So there you go. Uh, so that's the thing I wanted to let you know. And I saw a funny tweet. I wish I could find it to credit the person. But it's like, I'm going to write a book about how a person confessed to 12 murders, but nobody read it because it was in that novel on the recipe site. So... <laughs> Oh, I wish I could find that tweet, because I thought that was funny. If I do find it, it'll be in the show notes. If not, well, uh, take my word for it, I guess. I don't know. I'm no expert, but uh, just, you know, I didn't make, you know I'm not going to make something like that up. Like, that's too clever. It's too funny for me. I'm not that funny. So there you go. All right. So we got a serious thing, and I have to thank my friend Amanda Barracall. Damn it. We should have had her on. We should have had her on to talk about this, but uh, the timing wouldn't have worked out. So anyway, um... Amanda, thank you for posting something on Facebook about Lint and what it really means and what you should be doing and what, it, you know, if you haven't, um, if you're not doing it for the right reason, you shouldn't do it. So she put that up. And uh, I've had both of her siblings on the show, by the way, and uh, I've not had her yet. So I really got to get on that. All right. My bad, Amanda. That's on me. That's on me. I just thought of it as I'm starting the show. Sorry. Anyway. She put up a thing about, you know, taking Lent seriously. If you're Catholic, if you don't, if you're not Catholic and you don't know, we're in the season of Lent. It's a season of giving and sacrifice and, um, well, people will tell you they can't have candy or soda or whatever. And I've talked about it before on this show. I know I've done it on the live show. Have we done it on the podcast? I don't know. But anyway, if we have, it's fine. It'll be one of those annual things and we'll do it anyway. Um, I usually make fun of people for announcing that they're leaving social media for 40 days and just like <laughs> they're like all right giving it up for Lent. and i'm like well you're not really you're not really doing much of anything on that front are you because the point of it is to put it very generally and very simply is you're supposed to take things that you do too much and use it as a way to be better or do those things less often sorry i had to move the chair around it's where it might have been a little noisy anyway for example, if you smoke, or if you drink a lot, or if you, I don't know, eat too many uh, potato chips or something, right? The point of giving something up for Lent is to, you know, give it up and be like, all right, we're going to do less of this, or we're going to do, we're not going to do this at all. And then when you come out of it, you're not supposed to gorge, although that's always the fun thing, right? Oh, man, I finally get to have, I don't know, breadsticks, if you gave up breadsticks for Lent. I mean, that's kind of a weird thing to give up. But hey, not here to judge. Like, I wouldn't do that. Because I love breadsticks, and that's why, uh, well, that's why I'm pudgy. So, <laughs> so, so that might be a good one for me. Give up breadsticks or whatever, or cheeseburgers or something. And then you're not supposed to just go right back to doing what you were doing before once Easter hits, right? You're supposed to use that as a thing to go, hey, you know what? I've made it this far without so many sodas or so many cigarettes or so many whatever, so many breadsticks to stick with it. Um like, I've made it this far, why don't we just make that a once-a-month thing, or maybe just on my birthday, or maybe whatever, right? So you're supposed to use it 
to improve yourself. And or, you know, it could be the other way where I'm going to go to the gym more often. I'm going to exercise more, maybe not going to the gym now, but I'm going to exercise, you know, three times a week or I'm going to exercise four times a week. And then once you're done, you're like, oh, man, look at all that exercise I did. Now I don't have to do it anymore. No, you keep doing it. You build a habit. You either, you know, eliminate a bad habit or build up a new one. And if you're doing it, like that's kind of the point of giving something up or sacrificing or whatever. And if you're only doing it, and if I'm wrong on this, by the way, uh, I will say I am an out-of-practice Catholic, and so that's why. So my knowledge on this is not, let me say it's not current, but it still applies. How about that? Because I am on the side of things where I don't give up things for Lent, because the other thing you're supposed to do is fast and not eat meat, like two kind of separate things, which I never really thought about until like last year, where like you're supposed to fast or like one big meal a day and then two smaller meals, and also not eat meat on Ash Wednesday, Good Friday, and all Fridays during Lent. And I was like, oh, well, I guess that's what they meant. Okay, well, uh, I never did that. And uh, even so, like I, I think once I moved out of my mom's house, I stopped not eating meat on Fridays during Lent and all that, because I only was doing it because I thought I had to, right? It was only, it was just like, oh, well, I did this as a kid and uh, might as well just keep doing it because it's what I've known. But then I really thought about it. I'm like, am I getting anything out of this? And that answer was no. And the whole point of doing this, of giving up something or, you know, changing your lifestyle during Lent, like you use Lent as like a, I don't know, springboard or something or a test period or something, whatever you want to call it. And you're supposed to continue that good thing or, you know, continue not doing that bad thing once it's over. And I wasn't really doing that. Like, it was just a thing I was doing because I thought I had to. And that's why I don't do it. So I guess what I mean to say in all this is if you're going to partake, if you're going to, I almost said celebrate, but that's the wrong word. If you're going to give something up, if you're going to change a habit of yours for Lent, like, hey, I'm going to give up, you know, breadsticks. Uh, the point is not to gorge on breadsticks on Easter Sunday. Although that sounds delicious, but that's not the idea. The idea is to make a change that should become permanent. And so if you're not doing it for that reason, if you're only doing it because, well, oh, that's what I've been always done. That's what I am supposed to do. Don't do it. Stop doing it, right? If you're not going all the way with it, don't do it. There you go. Also, real quick, I know I've said this before on the show. If you're leaving Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or all of them or whatever, don't make a big show of it. Don't make a, hey, I'm leaving uh, whatever for Lent and all this. And then you come right back on Easter and uh, and share 14,000 posts or whatever. Uh, that's a lot of posts in one day. Don't do that. Um, don't announce it. Just do it. Just do the thing. Uh, if you're worried, like, oh, well, people will think I'm dead or something. Your friends will still talk to you and they will know that you're not dead. And if someone on Facebook doesn't know that you're not dead, they're probably not a really close friend. So there, if they don't have your phone number to text you to see what's up, they're probably not a close friend, and maybe you don't need to be their friend on Facebook either. So there you go. All right, so don't announce it. And if you're giving something up just because you have to, stop giving something up because you're not getting anything out of it, and you're not doing yourself any good. All right, so there you go. Uh, Amanda, I'm sorry. I probably destroyed your message in the last 10 minutes of the show, and uh, for that I sincerely apologize. Also, I wish I would have had you on because you could have set me straight on a lot of this stuff. Um, yeah, so there you go. So take it seriously or don't do it. All right? All right. Uh, we have an update 
on, yeah, no smooth transition here. Forget that. I mentioned a few weeks ago that WWE released or sent down an edict to their talent saying, hey, no more Twitch, no more Cameo, no more, uh, what was the other one, OnlyFans probably. Um, hey, don't do that anymore. Or we're going to take, actually, I think more accurately, we're going to control everything that you post on there. We're going to get a cut of that money that you're making. All right. And I made the point that I thought these were independent contractors and they should be allowed legally to make this side money as long as it doesn't interfere with their job, right? I think that's how it goes. Admittedly, I don't know exactly how independent contracting works. I don't know all the ins and outs, but I do know that, um, you know, generally you should be allowed to work for this company here doing your kind of freelance might be the wrong word, but I feel like that's the closest description, descriptive word I'm going to come up with in the moment. Um, I didn't look into that. I really should have. All right. Maybe next, if they send out another edict, I'll, I'll update it and I'll look into it then. Um, so now, all right, just get to the thing, Pat. Forget what you were trying to say. Uh, good, because it wasn't going to go anywhere. Uh, now they say they can control talent, social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, because they control the talent likeness. And, well, the first thing there is, all right, well, you control their likeness to a certain degree because you are contracting that person as that performer, right? Did that make any sense? It didn't make sense to me either. And so to some degree, like if they were going to go somewhere else and try to use that character name, they most likely wouldn't be able to do it because the company owns that likeness. Like they own the name, right? So you can't do that. But I didn't think it extended to like social media posts. And apparently performers earn a lot of money through sponsored posts where they post an ad for like a, I don't know, HelloFresh or a, what's the, the travel meals one? What is it called? I forget. But allegedly, talent people can learn, can earn a lot of money that way. So I also need to know, how do I get in on that? Like, how do I get a sponsor where all I have to do is take a picture of me, like, eating a salad or whatever and sharing it on Facebook and Twitter, you know, sponsored-like and getting all that money? How do I get that? I'll drink your stuff. I'll eat your your uh, breadsticks or, or uh, I don't know, cheese-filled whatever. I'll do that. Let me know. Ever at the melting pad. Uh, so now, much like the Twitch and Cameo and uh, and all that stuff, the company wants to cut. I mean, understandably, they want some of that money, but I don't. I don't see how this is allowed. Like maybe I, I mean I haven't read a wrestler contract to really know, but from what I know, from the little I do know about independent contracting, where you can just kind of float around and do your work place to place and get paid by that person and then go to the next one and get paid by the other person doing the same type of job. I thought that's what wrestlers were. Because they don't get health insurance. They don't, uh, a lot of them, don't get their travel and expenses and all that covered. And, like, they'll book them for you, but they won't pay them for you. And so, unless you're, like, a superstar. And so I'm, I'm just having a hard time figuring out how they can get away with essentially owning what everything these people are saying and doing in the world and not giving them health insurance. So like how far, like how how loose is that term independent contractor? Like how much wiggle room do they does the company really have where they can say, hey, we're gonna own your Twitch stuff, your Facebook, your Twitter, your whatever, and also you can't work for another company. And also, also, we're not gonna pay you health insurance. 
So I, I just don't understand where the line is between, okay, what you're doing is, you know, a good business practice, like meaning it's allowed as a business and hey, you're really, you know, taking advantage of these people. I don't understand where the line is. So if somebody knows, you know what, if you, ah, maybe not. I was going to say, if you are a wrestler, would you like to join me to talk about it? I'll keep you anonymous, but uh, maybe that's not the best idea. <laughs> it's not, I mean, not that I have, you know, six million people in the important big leagues listen to this, but I would just like to get some perspective on exactly how that works. So if you are, I guess, an independent contractor, but specifically maybe a pro wrestler, and you would like to talk about this, if you can shed some light on what is going on and how this is allowed to keep happening while they don't pay health insurance, I would like to know how this all works. So let me know. Let me know what's up. All right. So that's the serious stuff. How long have we been here? We're cutting out the Facebook thing, right? Like that's for sure. Yeah, we're cutting that out. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll do that next time. I want to dive into a couple more things and uh, and kind of go over some notes about that. So uh, we'll talk about uh, <laughs> the housing listings on Facebook Marketplace uh, maybe next week or the following week. We'll see. Uh, okay. So I mentioned I was listening to Bill Burr's podcast the other day. And he was talking, of course, about Valentine's Day. And he's like, well, I went to get my wife a card. And they were out of the occasion of Valentine's Day because he went like three days before. And if you don't know, at most, well, okay, uh, let me just speak to where I worked. We had our Valentine's Day cards. They were delivered the week after Christmas. And they started going up on the shelves right after the new year. So... They've been in the stores for, by the time Valentine's Day hits, they've been in the stores for like eight, for not eight weeks, six weeks. So if you're coming in at the end of the season, at the end of the uh, the period there, there's a reason there are none left. It's because, well, they've been up for a month and a half and you missed out. So um, he went to get his wife a card and he was they were out of the occasion. So he instead decided to get a congratulations card and on the inside of it, he wrote, you married me. <laughs> Which I think is fantastic. Like that, like I used to suggest to people, like funny thing, like they didn't know which card to get. They were like, oh, it's somebody's birthday or it's somebody's whatever, or they're out of this card that I want. And so I used to suggest funny things. Like I once suggested to a lady, or was it a guy? Can't remember. Probably a guy. He was looking for a birthday card, so I suggested, hey, get a congratulations card that says, way to go, you made it around the sun again, or something like that. And he's like, oh, okay. But most of the time, I would tell people to get a blank inside card, so you can write your own little message. And I went for the blank insides that had the front picture of like a laughing zebra, or a, or a panda, or whatever. And um, strangely enough, nobody ever went for that. But I, uh, like nobody went for try another occasion. Or nobody went for the blank inside. I think one person did. Uh, but generally, they didn't do that. I don't know why that seems like a good idea to me. But they didn't do it. I just thought, just make it fun. You know, I think one time I suggested get a, uh, like, a sorry I missed you card if you miss somebody's birthday instead of a belated birthday card because that's a little funnier. Like, oh, my bad. My bad. Or, you know, stuff like that. And then, of course, there was the guy who wanted the... Uh, <laughs> The welcome home from jail card, which I really wish we could have made happen. That would have been amazing. Um, but it did not. But, you know, sometimes I would just just have fun with it. Just 
you know, you're not going to find a specific card, so you might as well have some fun. And uh, I think only one person ever did it, so that I can recall right now. But uh, yeah, sometimes, though, that story reminded me that uh, sometimes I miss the store. Sometimes. Like I said, I always want to go back three times a year. I want to go back uh, on Valentine's Day in the evening shift. I want to do ornament premiere, and I want to do Christmas Eve. Evening. Like, not morning Christmas Eve. That's dumb. You need evening. You need to get the rushed people who are like, oh my god, I need a thing, and this is the last place that I am able to go. And you want that. That's the fun. So if I could go back and work those three days, I know I've said that before, but it's still relevant. It comes up, all right? So there you go. Um, I would work those three days at the card store and just have a whole bunch of fun. That'd be great. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that's just a thing I listened to this week, and it, it gave me a little story. What I've been watching this week, how about that for a smooth transition to not much. Um, we finished Mike Tyson Mysteries. It's really great. If you have Hulu, watch Mike Tyson Mysteries. If you don't have Hulu, get Hulu and then watch Mike Tyson Mysteries. It's an animated show where Mike Tyson and his adopted Asian daughter and uh, a talking pigeon and a ghost, they solve mysteries. And it's really fun. And I, like it seems really like, oh, wow, that seems really dumb. It's ridiculous. It's also hilarious. And I recommend it highly. So go do that. Also, for the first time, I started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'd never seen it uh, back in the summer when I talked to Double Identity. Wonderful band. Go check them out everywhere. Uh, they I don't know if it made the show, but we talked about it at some point, how much they love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And uh, they're both very proud of me that I started watching this because it is hilarious, and I can't believe that I had not seen it before. So we're into that, and it's really funny. Although I just read they're, uh, they're stopping after this last season, right? Season 8 or whatever? Well, I just started, so I got time. By the time I get there, the show will long be over, I'm sure. But um, very funny. Highly recommend if you've not seen it. And um, I don't know. Kudos to Double Identity for recommending it. I'm sorry it took so long to get on the thing. So there you go. <laughs> oh, the other thing we watched, um, it's not funny like the other two things, like these things were, but... We watched the New York Times uh, documentary on Britney Spears. Well, I go listen to my Britney Spears record. I'm going to cut that out. That sounded terrible. The South Park thing. I'll try to find the clip. Um, it was uh, it was something. Like, I knew some of that stuff. Like, I mean, I knew that people were creepy to her pretty much all the time. I knew a lot of the Justin Timberlake stuff, and it was just seemed really gross all the way around. And um, just a lot of the stuff that she had to go through that all these teenagers had to go through in the public and all this other stuff, all this nonsense they had to deal with. It shines a bad light on that, on everyone who kind of took part in that. But also, I didn't know much about the conservatorship. And the here's what I'll say. I don't want to spoil too much of it um, in case you haven't seen it yet. Skip ahead for like 15 seconds. All right, I'll let you do that now. I don't understand why they gave her dad, who was a drunk and had filed for bankruptcy, like clearly couldn't handle his own money why they gave her gave him control over her money over her estate which is like 60 million dollars i don't understand why that happened and it's just a mess it's a whole mess and it's still going on i think and just the just the whole thing so there you go all right come on back um watch the documentary if you grew up in the 90s or even if you you know if you just lived in the 90s uh through that era 
of music and whatnot. If you know who Britney Spears is, maybe how about that? Let's extend it there. Uh, check that out. It's on Hulu as well. I think it aired on FX. So Hulu is a place to go for that unless they have an app or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, yes, the New York Times presents, I think, is the the series title and it's episode uh, five or six, the Britney Spears thing. So go check that out. It was very interesting. It was, uh, like I said, some stuff I already knew, but um, the stuff I didn't know was like, whoa, like, really? Like, people just do this? It was just the whole thing. So uh, go check. So that's three things that you have to watch. In addition to what Josh and I told you to watch last week. So that list is right now. Clone High, Mission Hill, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Mike Tyson Mysteries, the Britney Spears thing, and, oh, I think there was a third one that Josh and I talked about last week. Freaks and Geeks. There we go. So move all the stuff that's in your queue. Move it all down, because now you have six more things to watch. So there you go. You're welcome, everybody. All right. Uh, (laughs) If you don't like sports... This is uh, just about your cue to leave, because after this song, we are going to uh, do the sports things. Not much. We'll hear from the captain, I hope, and a couple of baseball things, and then that will be that for the show. But for now, we have the latest. It came out a few weeks ago, but I I had other things to do. Uh, The latest song from our friends, The Ones You Forgot. And you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch at The Ones You Forgot, and on Twitter at T-O-Y-F Music. They're also on Bandcamp, so go get the thing where you do all the stuff again brand new from the ones you forgot this is called desensitized here inside the melting pat on the next level network
there you have it, our friends, the ones you forgot with their latest desensitized here inside the Melting Pat on the next level network. Bam! Quick one, nailed it, did the thing. Check them out everywhere. I said the stuff, right? The ones you forgot. What's that? Facebook, Twitter? No, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and Bandcamp. And Twitter is T-O-Y-F Music. There you go. We got it. We got all the things. Thank you very much, my friends. Should have had them on. Again, that's two people today. We should have had on the show. All right, maybe the next time they release a new song or an album or whatever, we will have them on. Right? Does that sound fun for me or anybody? I don't know. There you go. The ones you forgot, desensitized. That is the latest from them. So go stream it. Go get it where you do all that stuff. All right. For those of you who do not like sports, uh, well, it's a quick one today. Oh, no, we got I forgot the football thing. Um, all right. So we have a little baseball stuff. We got some football news, one football note, and uh, hopefully hearing from the captain. So you know what we'll do? Well, first of all, if you don't like sports, uh, here we go. Um, thank you for coming. Next time I'll do uh, Facebook house hunting and something else, probably another new tune from somebody else. I think Brooklyn released a song recently we got to get into. Um, also, Shallow Pools, today, yesterday, their new song came out. So we'll get to all of that. Um, other than that, don't know. You'll be fine. I believe in you. Again, thank you for coming. I'll talk to you next time. For the rest of us, let's do the captain first and then do my stuff. Does that sound good? I know we usually end on the captain, but for some reason, Jerome and I wrote down the Flyers update first. I don't know. Anyway, um, hopefully he will be there to tell us what's going on with the Fly Guys, because, uh, well, I don't know what's happening. So, <laughs> so good, sir. The floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, hey Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers. Oh, yeah! Guys, I know you missed me. We don't need to talk about it here. It's all right. I missed you just as much. But it was only a week, and we can get back to business here. Unfortunately, we had to part ways for a little bit because the Flyers got into a bit of COVID trouble. Unfortunately, quite a few of the Flyers players were quarantined due to COVID protocols. Being safe, that's the number one priority. Due to that, four games were postponed, one against the Capitals, two against the Devils, and one against the Rangers. When the Flyers got back to action on Thursday night, they came home and they unfortunately lost in a shootout 3-2 to versus the Rangers. The Flyers have a quick turnaround. On Sunday, they're traveling to Lake Tahoe. We're going to see how this outdoor NHL experience is going to go. A little bit of national tension for the Flyers, and the NHL is pushing to get more outdoor games. They are playing the Bruins. Flyers kryptonite so far this season, so let's see if the Flyers can get back into action. The players that have to sit out against the Rangers can come back as well. And then the Flyers are going to take on the Rangers at home again on Wednesday. So a lot of action coming up. Hopefully the Flyers are, are able to stay safe and get this going. And let's get back to some hockey action. So guys, that's it for me here inside the Melting Pad on Next Level Radio. And thank you very much, my friend, or uh, you just heard a sound, I don't know, the Melting Path, the Next Level Network. There you go. We know what's up or we don't. Again, I don't hear those until Saturday morning. So there you go. <laughs> there you go with that. All right. Uh, a couple of baseball notes, a few baseball notes for you, I should say. Let's see. First one, let's do Tim Tebow has decided to retire from baseball, which is, um, on one hand, I get it, 
right? He wasn't, uh, it looked like he wasn't going to make the major league roster. And he was, so I, I think it's weird. I listened to Alonzo Bowden today, who was very mad about this. <laughs> um, I'm not that uh, torn up about it, but like mad at Tim Tebow for something. So I think because he said he retired from Major League Baseball, and to my knowledge, he never played Major League Baseball. He played some spring training games. Does that does that really count as being a major leaguer? Is that is that how that works? I don't know. Anyway, like all the guys who get invited to spring training and playing a game, do they officially, like have they played a major league game? Do we know that? Have I never thought about this before? I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever considered that until right now. So thank you, Alonzo Bowden, for that. Not that he's going to listen, but anyway. Um, so Tim Tebow retiring from baseball. Uh, what I do know is when he did the spring training games, when we could still do those and people could go to games, it was like the Jordan effect. And by that, I mean the stadium sold out. And if you don't know a lot about minor league baseball, it's not very often that games like that, exhibition games or like random Tuesday afternoon games, it's not very often they sell out. And so to have a name go to the games, that helps the club. And that's a good thing. And I don't know, I guess he thought he wasn't going to make the major league roster and decided, now ah, let's do something else. Maybe he got some pressure. I don't know. Haven't talked to him. Don't know him. Um, but also a funny thing that I saw, I think it like Sports Illustrated or somebody shared a graphic and it was like, how will you remember Tim Tebow as a Florida Gator, as a Denver Bronco or a New York Met? And I just, I thought that was so funny because did he technically play for the Mets? Like, did he ever suit up for the New York Mets in a major league game, like in a regular season game? I don't think he did. I'm not discounting what he did. Like, he played pretty well, considering he hadn't played baseball in, I don't know, a decade or so, maybe longer. And I can appreciate that. But to sit there and say that somebody's going to remember him as a New York Met, when I don't think he officially played for the New York Mets, was really funny to me. But anyway, there you go. Tim Tebow retires from baseball. I don't know what he's going to do next. Maybe he'll come on the show. I don't know. Maybe he'll do a podcast and he'll uh, we'll join the network. Oh, I say goddamn a lot, so maybe he won't join the show. Huh. All right. Well, sorry, Tim. Happy trails. Uh, <laughs> so there you go with that one. Uh, let's see. The Blue Jays are going to start their season playing in Florida because of the coronavirus restrictions in Canada. And, uh, you know, Florida, apparently it doesn't matter there. So there you go. Um, and finally, the big hot stove news of the week. Fernando Tatis Jr. Locked in with the Padres, 14 years, $340 million. And from what I read, uh, the contract is heavily backloaded. So a lot of these deals are. And kudos to him for getting that deal. And I guess his agent. And uh, the Padres, for real, I would say, right? You, you got to think they're, I mean, at least going for it. And they have the talent to do it. So go Padres. Go get them. Go get them. I got nothing against, but nothing but love for the Padres. Go get them. Go San Diego. Who knows? Phillies are going to be terrible, probably, or at the very least, once again, mediocre. So, <laughs> so I need I need something fun to watch this baseball season. So we're going to look forward to that. And um, I'm sure there was other baseball stuff that I was going to talk about, but that's all we wrote down. So there you go. With the baseball stuff, we have one football note for you. I should mention before we talk about this, this deal is not official until the new league year on March 17. But Carson Wentz 
There's an agreement to send him to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2021 third-round pick and a conditional second-round pick in 2022. And that pick, that second-round pick, could become a first-rounder. I think it would Hold on. I think Bill sent me this. So if he plays 75% of the snaps, then that 2022 pick becomes a first-rounder. If he does not play 75% of the snaps then it's a second rounder. So there you go. Thank you, Bill, for that. Because I didn't look that up. I think uh, he made a joke about, oh, well, it only kicks in if he's the AFC champion or something. So, <laughs> But this was rumored for a while because Frank Reich, the Colts head coach, was the offensive coordinator in Philadelphia when Carson Wentz was playing really well. So was he the Super Bowl year? I think so. Some Eagles, uh, I got Eagles fan friends who will be like, yes, of course, Pat, you idiot, do research. So there you go. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I got to say, I talked about it when Doug Peterson got let go that I think, you know, Carson Wentz doesn't want to be there. Those reports came out and their GM is not very good. He's not had a good draft pick since what, Zach Ertz? And that was like seven years ago. And so I don't, I don't know that, the, like, it's a good trade in that the Eagles get rid of a player who didn't want to be there. So in that sense, I get it. What I don't get is, like, you don't get an actual player back. Like, I would think you would want to get a player back when you're trading a guy you drafted second overall a couple years ago. You would want to get at least one player, not like a starter maybe, but at least a a guy who could become a starter for you. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I don't know, being uh, thinking too much like a Madden trade. But uh, <laughs> I just feel like also like the way Wentz has played, maybe that's the best offer they got. I don't know. I wasn't in the war room. I wasn't in... Uh, in any of those discussions, so I have no idea. But I don't know. It seems a little light for the Eagles to trade a guy who was their starter, uh, but the Colts did need a quarterback, so I guess this works out, right? Maybe. Uh, time will tell. Time will tell. So there you go. There's your uh, your one football note that I have for you. Do we have anything else, or are we good? I think we're good, which is great, because I am hungry, first of all, and second of all, I just got an email that my uh, my EP tracks are, uh, well, they've been mixed, and I will check them out, and I'll give them a listen. Yeah, we're making progress on that, baby. That's right. We are 75% done. I still got to record the fourth one, so I'll let you know when this when that's all done. But I don't know if he wants me to shout him out on the show, so I won't until he gives the okay. But uh, my good buddy is doing the work on that, so I'm very excited. I'm actually excited for people to hear these songs that I wrote. So there you go. All right, little... Uh, sidebar at the end of the show but that is all we are done with the show we have done all the things that we need to do check out the ones you forgot all the places get their song desensitized and thank you very much my friends for the go ahead on that one and to you my friends for listening thank you very much thenextlevelnetwork.com for all of our wonderful shows they're all up there you know where to go also facebook.com slash the next level network to keep tabs on what is going on with all of us that's how you'll know that's how you know who is posting what, when, where, and uh, who you're going to listen to. All right? There you go. I'm everywhere at the Meltic Pack. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, dot com, and Twitch. And also, you can drop me a line, tmpfanmail, gmail.com. Or if you'd like to uh, send it in a text or yell it as a voicemail, 209-867-7638 is how you do that with your questions, comments, concerns, observations. And, of course, there's one right there, corrections. And that, uh, there you go. Oh my goodness, this has been an 8-Boiler production. 
G-Lovin' Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That's Philadelphonic. There we go. For more from them, there it is. All right, we I think we made it through that one. Oh, boy, this has been awesome. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe, thank a veteran, and of course, well, wash your hands, wear a mask, and now, of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty outside, some lemonade would be nice. Stop a spice from the top to a VK. Got a vodka, a drink, but girls got the bait on the front board. Yeah, I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mint. It's martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold. And bring your own beverage. It's me, so it's cold. I like cold beverage, yeah. I like cold beverage, yeah. From the fountain, real good sounding Chocolate egg cream, yo, on ten cherry grounds And for a chill bar, on two semi-ride Wobbles to the right, they got beverages Inside of me, a hot coffee, then fill it up with ice Watermelon, it's like a drink, please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, I have a beverage, sweet, so it's cold Cold, 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 cold You sent me from the bar Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I'm feeling kind of boy. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. What? Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. Yo, when I'm fishing, let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. To but the brew tastes a nice back to the ball. So every decoration I collide. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up on. I must tell you, I'm the Kool-Aid kid. Will you serve my drink? Please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm kind of thirsty. I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah.